you're listening to the Seven Transformations Podcast. For access to the latest content, including the show notes to this episode, stay connected at the7transformations.com. Create a life you love. Transformation is an ongoing journey, and it is good that we don't have to walk that path alone. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my weekly podcast sharing life lessons on and off the competitive floor with a few stories in between. Thank you for joining me on this journey. And now, let's create a life we love. Well, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me, guys. My name is Tudor Alexander, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. Welcome. Happy Monday. Thank you for joining me. And today we are going to talk about spiritual plumbing, kind of a catchy, fun little term that I came up with, although I'll be honest, I did look it up on the internet and I'm not the first to come up with that. But I think it's a very clever little term because it describes a lot of the work that I do and that other people do when it comes to personal growth, when it comes to transformation, when it comes to working on these, you know, things that we work on, on these things that we all want, like confidence and creativity and peace and love and joy, whatever else, and creating those in our life. So what is spiritual plumbing? What is what is that about? Well, ultimately, it is a metaphor for an energy system, which is in your body. It refers to the seven chakras. That is, you know, what the seven transformations is about. That's the book that I'm writing. And the the system that I use and the work that I do with people and how I look at my own life is through these seven energy centers in your body. It is a structure. It's a tool to identify situations, to identify decisions and people and relationships that are going to either give you power or rob you of power because ultimately it comes down to power and empowerment. And I I just released an episode on what is empowerment? You can also check my Medium account. I wrote a really cool article there about empowerment and what it is. But, you know, empowerment, I'm going to give you a brief, you know, let's talk about that really quick because it's a tool that we're going to be using in this episode. Empowerment is a baseline objective. You know, I call it the golden standard for my social interactions and for measuring qualitative experiences. You know, what does that mean? So an experience, you know, like a a qualitative result, for example, what is that? What does that mean? Well, a qualitative result is a type of experience. You know, you can't measure it. Like if I say that I want, you know, a hundred dollars, that is a measurable objective quantitative result for an effort. But if I say, well, I want to do a good job or I want to be happy, you know, that's a qualitative thing. You can't measure that. So ultimately, you know, the results, we are all about results in today's world. But oddly enough, the results that we want the most of and the things that matter most to us, they are also the least measurable, right? So that's it's kind of a funny thing. You know, we want these obscure things like confidence and peace, creativity, you know, self-expression, whatever it is. And these things are not measurable. You can't, how much does confidence weigh? How much, you know, what is the size of peace? 
you know, how, how much more tranquility am I going to get by listening to this meditation CD? It doesn't work that way. You know, it's, these things are states of being. And when it comes to a state of being, it's either on or off. You know, I, I akin it to a light switch that you, that you have with a dimmer. You know, you, the power is either on or off and you can change the dimmer based on how much energy is going through but the power is either on or off. So that's what empowerment is. Empowerment is an energy state. It is when you are free to create. You know, if you have the power to do something, then you are able to create. We're ultimately all wanting to be, you know, we're all autonomous creatures, just like animals. Any animal is an autonomous creature. And the one thing that we all have in common is that we want to be in connection to the creative aspect of our life. We want to be the drivers. We want to be the authors of our own existence. You know, an animal that's in captivity or trapped, it dies. It's It dies because it's designed to be free. It's designed to roam. And that's the same with a human being. We want to be free. You know, we want to be able to create our lives. And that's what empowerment uh, empowerment means. The other side of empowerment, which is interesting because I feel it is unique to human beings, is that empowerment also is a state of being where we are free to just be. You know, you've got doing and being. These things you've heard before. It's the duality of our reality, our existence. And on one end, you want to feel empowered to create and to have the ability to connect. If there's a problem, to connect to a solution, to be responsible for creating a change that's meaningful to you. That's very empowering. On the other side, we also can experience empowerment when we let go, when we let go of, you know, shame, of fear, of doubt, when we let go of needless responsibilities, when we let go of trying to control people. You know, those types of things are very empowering. So empowerment has two sides, and ultimately what it what both of those two sides come down to is freedom. You know, freedom to either be yourself or be, or freedom to create. So why is empowerment so important to this idea of spiritual plumbing and transformation and all these these things is that empowerment is a baseline measurement of whether the energy is flowing through you or not, and how that fits into the seven transformations and these seven energy centers is that it is a structure to basically categorize situations that happen to you, decisions that you make, relationships that you have, things that you do and happen in the world, into seven main areas that can help you identify not only what the problem is, but what do you need to do to fix it. You know, it's a very intuitive system, and I'm going to go through a couple examples with you to kind of give you an idea. And I plan on making a lot more episodes in the future with this. This is a book that I'm writing. Uh, obviously, I'm still working on it. I plan to maybe finish it in another year or so, but I definitely plan on creating a lot more content with this. So I'm just going to give you a few examples today to to understand it. And it's again, it's very intuitive. This is something you can figure out yourself with enough curiosity. So, you know, let's take, for example the first energy center in your body, which is, you know, your first chakra. I call it the first transformation. And these are all there. I call them transformations because they're ongoing 
works in progress. They are an ongoing transformation. It's not something that you, you do once and then boom, I'm done. Now I'm peaceful for the rest of my life. It doesn't work that way. You know, it's, it's a journey towards continually discovering peace, continually discovering creativity, confidence, all these words that I use for the seven transformations. So the first one is peace. I call it the roots of peace, but it is based on the first energy center, which the domain of each center is very important. And understanding that domain is going to give us a window into what does it mean when it's leaking energy and what does it mean when, you know, energy is not being expressed. So why that's important is, you know, energy ultimately is only going to go out or in. There is no, there's no other way that it flows. So looking at every situation that you have like that in a binary way really helps to weed through all the details. Because there's a lot of different things that happen in your life. There's a lot of things that people say and a lot of different emotions. You know, there's like that dictionary of the uh, obscure emotions that came out, you know, I think by John Koenig is the is the guy's name. Very cool book. And, and he has a series of videos of all these obscure words that he made up to describe like random emotions, you know. So when it comes to emotions, there's, you know, dozens and dozens, maybe hundreds of words that we have for describing these different things. So it's easy to get lost in the details when really, when really it's all about, does it have power or is it, you know, robbing me of power? You know, so if we look at, for example, the first energy center, so now that domain has to deal with control and trust. You know, it's, it's all about safety. It's the most primal center. It's like your lizard brain. It is the primal center of the of the body that has to deal with all these very fundamental needs, security, safety, things like that. So now if we think, okay, let's let's imagine that that pipe, that, that section of the pipe is free and clear. There's no issues. There's no leaks in the pipe. There's no blockages in the pipe. What would that be like? Well, my word for it is peace, meaning that if you're a center that's responsible for safety and security, there's nothing going on with that, then yeah, you're going to feel at peace. You're going to feel restful. You're going to feel relaxed. You're not going to feel anything else. So now let's look at, okay, let's say there's a leak in that pipe and energy is moving outward externally. What does that mean? Well, that can manifest as anxiety. That can manifest as preoccupation, you know, trying to control the outside world. Those types of things are a very obvious manifestation of energy being too much, you know, these things are all intuitive, and that's what I love about it. Ultimately, what this comes down to is an imbalance of energy being expressed outwardly or not enough energy coming through. So if too much energy in the area of controlling and trust and safety and security is being, you know, expressed outward, that means you're, you need to dial it back. You're trying to control too much situations. You're too preoccupied. You're too anxious. You know, there's, there's this buzzing around your mind and body, uh, you know, constantly worried about different things, you know? So that's how that shows up. So now how would you treat a pipe like an actual pipe if it had a leak? Well, you put a patch on it. You put a supportive patch. You dial back that flow. So if somebody has a leak in this area, you know, how would we do spiritual plumbing? Well, we have to think in terms of energy, you know? So what are some antidotes to anxiety, uh, to preoccupation, to, you know, impatience, to worrying? Well, that means 
exercises regarding mindfulness, meditation, breathing, you know, uh, learning to develop sensuality and patience. All these things are immediately going to address that leakage, you know, and that's something we all relate to, you know. So ultimately, this is not something I feel is terribly new. But it is a structure that I've put together based on my own life experiences with some of the things I've experienced from ancient knowledge that's already been around and, you know, reorganized and readdressed in a way that's very intuitive and that you can navigate any situation. I really firmly believe any situation you can navigate through this structure, you know, and then let's say on the opposite side, let's say you've got a, a blockage in this area that you've got a clog. Well, you know, what, for clogs, this is interesting, and I was going to get to this, but I'll get to it now. When you look at, you know, patching leaks and fixing clogs, when you look at this spiritual plumbing stuff, you've got two main tools that you have at your disposal, and they are awareness and vulnerability. And why do I use those two? Well, ultimately, I use those two because those words energetically what they mean is exactly what patching a leak or fixing a clog is you know so if i want to patch a leak i want to bring the outside back to the inside that is the kind of movement that i need if i want to release a clog i want to open right or bring the energy from the inside to the outside well think about energy in terms of those two words, vulnerability and attention and awareness. Vulnerability is the practice of opening up, of letting what's inside to the outside. So if we just take that, if we take vulnerability and we look at how it works in every main area of personal transformation you've ever known, right? So if I if I'm you know shy, then practicing my vulnerability and you know going out and, and doing public speaking or being courageous. That that's going to be a huge transformation for me. If I'm repressed, you know, sexually, whatever, you know, learning how to be sensual and having a, a healthy sexuality and self-love and opening myself up to those experiences uh, is, is going to be very transformative. Um, you know, if I'm in scarcity mode and always afraid, then having a little bit of vulnerability and practicing gratitude and generosity and opening myself up to contributing to others, you know, that's going to be very transformative. So ultimately, vulnerability is the backdrop behind all these main ways that we transform. So um, this is the common denominator. That That's what it all comes down to. So that is the main function of opening up a blockage. Now, a blockage can be somewhere in, in different centers, and it's going to manifest in different ways. I don't care about that. The, the details don't matter at first. It's about finding the principles. Is the power on or off? And if it's, you know, if it's off, then how can we turn it on? Through vulnerability. Okay, what center is it at? Is it the, the heart, or is it, you know, your, your sense of identity, or is it your sense of expression and communication with the world? And then you have your specific you know, outlines that you go through. So it's it's very intuitive. It's it's very easy, I think, you know, to to do this because it's it doesn't require advanced training. You know, ultimately it just works on binary thinking. Because again, the things that we want most in life, 
They are not something like if I'm happy and you're happy, those I'm not happier than you. You know, I'm we're both in a state of being and we're both empowered. So the things that we want most in life, they're either on or off. You know, I'm either happy or I'm not. It's you can't be sort of pregnant or kind of in love. You're either in love or you're not, you know. So I remember, you know, Jim Carrey had this uh commencement speech that's pretty famous now on the internet. And he he talks about love and fear and and how literally your life and decisions boil down to love and fear. And that's it. You know, the Native Americans talk about the dark wolf and the white wolf and feeding which one do you feed with these choice? You know, Albert Einstein said, America, you know, your, your life, you can see the world as a set of miracles or as either that or no, I'm totally butchering this, by the way. He said that you can either see life as a miracle or as nothing close to the sort. So there's no, there's no middle ground, you know, and sure, there's a lot of variation in many of the things we experience, but utilizing this binary thinking gives you a tool, a simple tool to action in your life, to creating solutions, to evaluating your decisions based on whether they're giving you power or not and not getting wrapped up in actually what happened and what does it mean and what is the feeling behind it and all these things that we tend to get sidetracked. You know, our awareness, our attention gets sidetracked by the actual details rather than focusing on the principles at play and working through it. If I'm disempowered because I'm losing energy through a particular center, then okay, let me use my awareness in that center to dial it back. If I'm disempowered because I'm, you know, not expressed, you know, in a particular area, then I'm going to employ my vulnerability to open up that area. It's simple. That's it. That's It's not that complicated. There's a lot of details to it later, but that is the principle of spiritual plumbing. So I thought I'd share that with you today. It was an article I wrote on Medium as well, so check it out if you want. I, I really enjoy that place. If you love uh, blogging, if you love writing, it's actually a really cool place. I just signed up for it, and I plan on writing a lot there. So check it out, and thank you for listening. I hope that this has given you an access at least into self-inquiry, into looking at your own life. And, you know, go learn about the seven chakras. Go check them out. They're very intuitive, very simple structure. And look at them. Look at them in your own life. Start to evaluate your behaviors and, and things that you don't like. You know, you know, you, you know how you feel when you're disempowered. You don't need to listen to a podcast episode about disempowerment or empowerment to know what it is. You don't feel right. You don't feel happy. You don't feel, you you feel anxious. You feel depressed. You feel angry. You have all these different emotions, but ultimately it comes down to being disempowered. So the key is finding action. What do I need to do to not feel this anymore, to not be in this state? And action is all about simplicity and, and solutions. So finding the binary and the simple ways of looking at these situations rather than the details of what happened is the key here. And empowerment serves as a wonderful gold standard into looking at those situations clearly, whether they serve you or they don't, and then specifically by the seven chakras and what particular area does that 
situation, decision, relationship fall into that's robbing you of power? And how, what practices do you need to develop in those areas through your awareness and your vulnerability to create the solution so that your energy can flow, so that you can be happy, so you can create a life you love, all these kinds of things. So there you go. I will be releasing many more episodes on this matter. I love talking about this stuff. I think it's super interesting. And I think the practicality is very huge in our lives. So that's why I intend to write a book on it. So thank you so much for listening. I wish you a wonderful, wonderful week ahead. And let me know how you feel about this episode, if you have any thoughts, if it uh, helped your life, if you know anybody that would help them with this content, with, with the things that I'm talking about, share it with them. You never know the difference it'll make. And in this way, we can help to spread knowledge and awareness to everybody and improve their lives. So I think the world is going to be needing a lot more of these types of messages from me and others in the coming years ahead. So thank you so much for your support, and we'll see you guys in a couple days. You're listening to the 7 Transformations Podcast with your host, Tudor Alexander. For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at the7transformations.com.